Hello everyone and welcome to Shine with Purpose podcast. We are Kim, Christy, and Joanne. This podcast was created to empower you to step in your life purpose with faith and confidence. We hope you'll feel inspired to our conversations. Witty? Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Shine with Purpose podcast. We are so excited to be here with you guys again on another topic with us. This is going to be a great conversation, so encouraging like our previous episodes. So we're so excited. Uh, first, I want to thank everyone that has been supporting us on social media, that has been um, on our followers, on our stories. We are so um, appreciated by you guys. We appreciate all of you. and. We're praying for you as well. Anytime you guys set a prayer request, we do pray for you guys. So thank you guys. So today's topic is actually very, very interesting. I do feel like it's very important to talk about, especially in the Christian community or like even in general too. Like it's 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 just so um it's just such a topic that we need to take into consideration. And the topic is fixing our eyes on Jesus and not men. And that's in every occasion of life. That's in um, any context of life. Or to continue to fit our eyes on Jesus and not men. So Kim, just by the topic itself, what comes to your mind when we say this? Yeah, I love this topic. Um, You know, like I constantly... um, like the Lord is constantly reminding me about the life of David and the different, the difference between David and Saul and Saul because, um, this short story let us know that there are two people, uh, two kings, um, they, they experience God in different ways, but the difference between Saul and David is that Saul was a people pleaser. Like he wow, wants, he so wanted crazy. to please people and then David wanted to please God. Saul was looking for people approval, uh, for the approval from people and David was looking on the uh, approval of God. Saul was looking at the comments of people. Um, mm-hmm. you know, he was, he was, um, living more um for the opinion of people than the opinion of God. And then David was living more for the opinion of God. So Samuel, who is a prophet in this story, he um he gave instructions to Saul about you know follow God's voice, uh, follow the instructions of God, uh, you have to kill uh, everybody uh, in this situation and then Saul uh, didn't want to do it. So if you read the story of these two kings, you realize that what makes Saul um, fail in his life and as, as a king was the condition of his heart because he wanted to please people. Wow. So he, he lost the focus, like he lost the focus on 
okay, I am being called by God, but mm -hmm. if I am being called by God, then I, I, I need to seek, uh, to constantly please the one who give me the calling, the one who placed me here. So this topic uh, reminds me about these two, uh, characters who experience God in a different way. And we were talking, Christy, that there's like nowadays and historically, there's, there has been a battle about fixing your eyes on God instead of fixing your eyes on people. You know, because we live in a, in a society where we are, we are, uh, in relationships with people and we also have a relationship with God. But how, how can we balance, yeah. um, our relationship so we don't, so we don't go, <laughs> in the wrong way of pleasing just people and then losing our focus on God. What do you think? Exactly. I do think that that's an issue that's going on because I just feel like the problem is that a lot of times um, the fact that uh, people, they mostly see who's around them and they mostly see um, the praises that people give to them. And you know, God is invisible, obviously. So I just feel like people are just focusing on what they see. So they are focusing on men because they see men. So when, once they get the praises from men, for example, solely, what are the praises of the people? So they love people praising them. They love people saying, oh, um, this, that, or look at what Saul did, look at what so-and-so did. But what they don't know is, It is better to remain in the secret place with God. It is better to, to, when you have your prayer time with God and it's only you and God, God sees way above in that. Um, angels in heaven are rejoicing. People are, uh, even like other people will see that in you because so naturally, because you're spending that time with God, then now people can see it. So I, I don't think there's a point, there's even a point of being a people pleaser because anyway, It is better to get a, a clap, a big clap from God, who is the God of all, who is our Father, than having praises from people who we don't even know what they truly think, who we don't, who are people just like us, who can fail just like us, who are sinners, and what we all have been forgiven by God. God is the main story there. God is the one that tells us who we are. God is the one who created us. God is the one that gives us a purpose. And God is the one that uh, is telling us is telling us each time, hey, Kim, you're supposed to do this. Hey, Christy, you're supposed to do this. Um, or hey, Jonathan, you're supposed to do this. Just anyone in general, like God is the one that tells us what to do. And I feel like a lot of times when people fall in the trap of fixing their eyes on men rather than God, then It kind of like they fall in disobedience. It's like you're not obeying God anymore. You're not living for God anymore. You're just living for the clap of others. You're just living for, um, you know, like for others like to honor you. But are you obeying God? And obedience is what matters the most. Because how do you know where you're going if you're not obeying or listening what God says? Yeah, And I think that when people lose their focus on God's way, they lose their focus on their lives. Because if God is the giver of, of our purpose and he is the one who gives us direction, then when we start to look at what people is saying, if people is approving um, the things that we do, 
then we we're gonna be in a in a in a hurry for pleasing people, you know. So as you mentioned, like it's go, we're gonna be in disobedience as well because um, people, if we look at the world and if we look at um, the life of the believers, the life of of a believer should be placed uh, like the focus should be on God's on God's ways, oh, exactly. not on on the on the ways uh, that the world is following so if we look at the scripture like in first samuel 16 verse 7 it says that the lord sees not as a man sees man looks on the over appearance but the lord looks on the heart mm-hmm. and and it's true like yeah god it's invisible and we are looking at what's visible but god also manifests himself through visible things so we need to learn to see as men as god sees sorry and not as men sees because if we um if we walk in the spirit we shouldn't be walking in in the flesh you know what i mean ah Mm-hmm. Like when, when we are uh, like uh, when we become believers, when we accept Jesus Christ in our hearts, we are no longer called to live um, and to move in our flesh, but to move in the spirit. The spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. And I was just thinking, um, the thing that comes with faith a lot of time, quite come with faith as well. If we when we go back to the soul story, we see that he had he was a man who had a lot of pride. And I feel like once, once we let that sink in, once we let um, people, once we put people above Jesus, then we have that pride. And because the Holy Spirit is no longer in our heart anymore, because what was, we're so trying to please men, watch what our eyes are not fixed on the men focus, but our eyes is fixed on, you know, on distractions basically. And, it's, it goes back to what you are saying, how how the the flesh and spirit cannot go together. Once we decide to walk with God, then we cannot be in our flesh. We have to do what the spirit says. We have to honor God with our bodies. We have to, like naturally, the fruit of the spirit will just come in us. And I just feel like when we fit that, that's what happened when we fit our eyes on Jesus. Then the fruit of the spirit, obviously they come. And obviously like we are in alignment with God's will as well. Like so many things will just come into place. But when we keep focusing our eyes on this world, for example, or on maybe like on people around us or loved ones or maybe leaders, for example, or, or, or maybe tr- keep trying to please people from time to time then what happens then is that is that we are no longer living um in the spirit we are living um in the flesh we are living for people and one yes from god matters most than one yes from other people because obviously god is the one who truly knows you so what do you think? What do you think of people, for example, and um, this other case of people who actually put their hope in leaders? What do you think of when, for example, they go to church because of a certain pastor, or maybe they listen to this YouTube pastor and 
it's it's great to have inspiration from these leaders. But what do you think when people actually put these leaders first than God? So now when something happens to these leaders, for example, let's say the, the leader fall them. Now, a lot of times what happens is that they will get disappointed or they will even leave the church. They will have church hurt. What do you think of that? Yeah, you know that that's really common in uh, people who are like first believers and are coming for the first time to the church or they are like um, going, like approaching God for the first time and they are taking the steps of, you know, believing and walking in their Christian, in the Christian faith. I think that that happens when a believer is still immature. Like, um, like it is like a baby steps. Like when you begin, um, to walk in, in the ways of the Lord, you have many questions, you know, at the beginning. And I think that that's part of our human experience. Like we are, we are always going to look for a, people who we can't um, reach out to, people we, uh, that we can refer to, uh, people that are good examples, uh, good influencers, people who are living the lifestyle. And, and that's normal for us because even Jesus, you know, Jesus gave us the disciples, the, the preachers, the, the those who walk with him as an as, as example. And Something that I, I think, um, about your question, like what happened when people place their attention on leaders and then those leaders maybe make some mistakes. You know, uh, we need to, uh, understand that we are, we are humans. And then we, we, even if, even the most, the most, 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 uh, believer, is gonna come, is gonna make mistakes. You know, we are all going to make mistakes. But the, the real, like, like the, 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 how do you say, like, the true meaning of, of this journey with, of, of God, like the journey of faith that we are taking, it's about growing into maturity. You know, growing in a capacity that we are not going to be comparing uh, this person to this other person. Oh, this is more, uh, this person is holier than this other person. This leader is living better than this other leader. Uh, because God doesn't want us to compare people. That doesn't want us to judge the people. If somebody makes a mistake, we are called to pray for that person. We are called to, you know, to ask God, like God, help that person in, in the wickedness areas. Uh, give them grace. The, I love when Paul, uh, Paul in the Bible and scriptures, I don't know if it's written in, uh, Chronicles in some of the books that, that Paul wrote about mm-hmm. the church. He always encouraged believers to. The Corinthians? Is it the Corinthians? Uh, yeah, Corinthians. He, Paul was always visiting the churches and he always uh, was going to speak to the people on the church and he was like trying to um uh, make people see the need on the importance of praying for one another so i think that it is a process of maturity you know it is a process that when you begin 
in God's way, you have a lot of questions. At the beginning, you will ask, like, um, is this the, the, the right leader? Is this a pastor? Is this how a church should be led? Is this how a pastor should live? But, you know, in the journey and in the growing um, of your spiritual faith and everything as a believer, the Holy Spirit is going to start to reveal to you that everybody is weak. Yes. Everybody is weak. Uh, there are some that are weaker than others. <laughs> maybe you are weak in some area that I am not, and maybe I am weak in some area that, that you're not. So we are always called to pray for one another, you know. If you make a mistake in one area, uh, it is because maybe you didn't pray for that area that much, and or maybe it's because you 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 didn't open yourself, you know, to to God and, and ask for grace for you to overcome temptations because we can see a lot of things that happen in the church, and sometimes people make an excuse um, of those things to don't go to church. And they say, no, I don't go to church because, you know, pastors and preachers are stealing, you uh, know, okay. the money. Mm-hmm. This uh, yeah. So, so, so many things can, like many comments and many things that people, uh, use also as excuse not to come to God. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, I totally agree with you. I totally agree with what you say. I feel like a lot of times people take it as an excuse to leave the church. To not come to church anymore. And like you, you said something very important. You said that, um, when people usually, uh, maybe like hurt or maybe leave the church because a certain leader fell or something, it's, it's a lack of maturity spiritually. And I think it is so true because once you get to that level with God, there's a certain level you get, you go with God. No matter what people do, what people say, obviously it's hurtful. But you know, at the end of the day, you're doing it for God. And you're not doing it for people. You're doing it because, you know, God told you to do so. We don't go to church to please people. We don't go to church for the lead pastor. We don't go to church for um, the members of the church. But we go to church to worship God. And that's the main goal of coming to church. So I feel like when people do that when people decide to leave the church or maybe maybe like i don't know just something that's out of line just because they they feel like a disappointment from a certain person Mm -hmm. they put too much hope on that person and you see people yeah like, like you're saying like there's people that they change church because you know, they, they, they used to have friends there and then they are not having any relationship with that people anymore. And then they were going to charge for relationships with people, but no with, for a relationship with God. Yeah, not for a relationship with God. So they were there for the wrong reasons. And that's what happened a lot of times. We do things because of wrong motives. And what I like about the book that Paul wrote, most of them, it really emphasized on, you know, like on teaching the, the different churches there was at the time, on teaching them, on sending them letters. This is not how you do yeah. this. Uh-huh. So he would teach them and he would bring them to to God. He would lead them to, to Jesus. It, oh, I found <laughs> it. I found it, the, 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 the scripture. is Galatians. Oh. Uh, chapter 6 verse 1 
says, Dear brothers and sisters, if another believer is overcome by some sin, you who are godly should gently and humbly help that person back onto the right path. And be careful not to fall into the same temptation yourself. Mm. So, brothers, if anyone is caught in any transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. Keep watch on yourself, lest you to be tempted. Like, you know what happened when you condemn somebody? That thing that that person experienced could also be experienced by yourself. So, we have to be careful when we judge people because we don't know what they're going through, you know? Yeah. Like a pastor, a leader. We don't know what's happening in that person's life that we, we have to be careful because mm -hmm. let, let's say that the person uh, sin, you know, against God, but you start to condemn and speak bad about that person. And, you know, you don't know if that sin can come to you and then you will fail in the, in, like you will fall in the in the same scene. So Paul is saying here, like um, you, as a spiritual person, try to restore him again with a gentle spirit. Wow! Wow! I love this. I love. I and love. Watch, and watch yourself, or you also may be tempted. Like, okay, go. And try to, you know, to restore that person and be careful yourself because you could also be tempted. You can also be influenced. Yeah. Wow, this is so good. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm also reminded of the verse in Hebrews. I think I believe it's in Hebrews 12.2 that says, Fix your eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of your faith. And this, this this verse says it, you know, it it says it like to yeah. keep our eyes um focus on the things that's above. And yeah, yeah. I feel like there's so many examples or so many scriptures in the Bible that speak about this, that talk about this. And um I was also thinking a good example would be the the Pharisees, you know, how, how, how Jesus gave a lot of examples, a lot of time. He was talking about how. Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> like when the, they were condemning this woman that they the, the woman was discovered in fornication, something like that. And then Jesus uh, said, like, OK, if you are free of this sin, uh, be the one to throw the rock. Exactly. Yeah. Be the and first one. <laughs> Exactly. I just feel like these people, they pretended to be so holy. They pretended to be like, you know, like they are the ones that um, are the, the holiest. And then uh, there was an example in the Bible. I don't remember the exact passage, but it, Jesus was talking about a tax collector versus one of the Pharisees that was in the church. He was praying, he was praying that, that was praying really loud for everyone to oh, hear his yes. And then and he was saying, thank you, God, because I am not like them. Thank you, God, because I don't do this. Ah. Thank you, God. And you know that I think that um, a person that condemns, that is complaining a lot, 
that is speaking bad about others is a person who is really dirty inside. Yeah, very dirty. <laughs> very dirty. A person who is really like immature. It's a person who haven't experienced God's love, God's forgiveness, God's compassion, God's, um, you know, is a person that haven't experienced God. Because at the beginning, um, I don't know how was the beginning of your, of your Christian, uh, life, <laughs> but we all come to God really dirty. Yeah. With, with fear, we, we, we come, uh, complaining, we come thinking, uh, things that we shouldn't think, and we come even asking questions about why people is acting in such, in this way. So, if God is not the one who refine us and the one who clean us and the one who forgive us, then we wouldn't be able to to accept other people's um, weaknesses, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, definitely. I think so, too. And I, I just feel like, like you said, in the beginning of our journey with God, and even while in our journey with God, there are still certain things that that needs to that we need to be mature in for example i feel like everyone maybe like especially those people who haven't overcome certain addictions yet or certain maybe like it can even be like a simple character issue you still need jesus to fix it you still need to put your humility on go in prayer and ask god to fit your heart especially when it comes to pride like we need to, yes, yeah, we need to pray and ask God, God, give us a heart of humility, give us a heart like yours, like and and it is this kind of prayer that really make us resemble Christ. And the Bible it says to for us to try to be perfect as, as Jesus, be perfect like Jesus, or be holy because I am holy, and that's what that's what it says. And I, I feel like it's this kind of prayers, it's this kind of um, humbleness that bring us to, to this point of having a heart that is pure, having a heart that is, like, you know, not dirty, having a heart that is transformed by God. Because when we come to God, there's a transformation that needs to happen. And I feel like when we spend time in his presence when we when we have this hunger for him this hunger for his word we need to read his word instead of uh, instead of constantly blaming others or constantly like putting all of our hope in a leader we should instead like not that we shouldn't continue to you know it's okay to have um people who influences you it's okay to have a mentor it's okay to have someone that is kind of um, above you and teaching you. It's okay to have all that, but do not place that person like God. You know, you have to get to know God for yourself. You have to get to know the word of God for yourself. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And and I love the the word that you mentioned that, you know, when we come to God, he needs to clean us. He needs to restore he needs to transform our lives. And then the only thing that makes that possible is when we humble ourselves in his presence. Because God doesn't like us to have pride in our hearts. Mm -hmm. He comes to remove that ego, that pride, that 
meant uh you know centered like everything around everything centered around men yeah. and what people is gonna say the opinion on people like what people is gonna uh say about me if i do this if i do that so it's about you being humble you know humble to recognize lord uh i don't want to cover my sin i want to open my heart to you and i need you to work in these areas in my life i am somebody who complains a lot and somebody who you know uh who needs your help in this area whatever area may be and then when you open your heart to god in that way you will see how easy it's gonna be for you to to change in that area how how you will see the holy spirit clean cleaning your heart and purifying you and restoring you and showing you things that even you didn't know that you have you know so when i think about um about how you you can change your 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 life in a way that you don't you are not placing your eyes on what people is saying but on what god uh, word is saying to you i think about humbleness humble. humbleness yeah. you know really? don't 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 think about okay uh should i please people or should i please not god no it's about it's about you uh positioning yourself um knowing that you need help you know that you and i need help from god yeah. that we are not gonna we give, mm -hmm. yeah we are not gonna get that help from anybody amen yeah I agree. It's, it's not a person that that's gonna change my life it's not a person that's gonna give the answers uh to my questions is is not a person that's gonna solve my problems is is god yeah, so I that's know. why we need to turn to god instead of turning to people because our answer it's in god like the the answer that we're looking for it's found in god so yeah. we need to be humble to recognize that it's not in our own strength is not in my friend is not in my is not in anybody it's in god that's why god wants us to be dependable on him he wants us to depend on him not just the beginning at the beginning of your of your of your faith journey but all the days of our lives he's calling us to be dependable on mm -hmm. him amen i agree and i just I, um humility like like you talk about is the key so many verses in the bible talk about how, how much god hates pride he says he opposes the proud, but lifts up the humble. And then in Proverbs, he also it pride, pridefulness is one of the six things that God mostly hate. So that's how yeah. much pride can destroy your life. So like you like you said, Kim, humbleness, humility is the humility is the key. Definitely. And even when it comes yeah. to situation yeah. as well like maybe something something that's going on that's maybe like let's say you had a plan for your life and this plan it didn't turn out the way you expected it to turn out i feel like a lot of times it's so easy to get frustrated like oh, i don't get it why i don't have this by this time i don't get it why this situation didn't happen this way and i, I just feel like in these situations as well, we need we need not to fit to fit our eyes on the situation itself, because obviously we will never understand 
But in these situations, we need to go to God. We need to have that trust in God. That trust that he speaks about in Proverbs 3, 5, 6, that says, trust in the Lord of all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. I feel like God do not expect us to understand when these situations don't go away, but he expects us to lean towards him. So I, I do feel like in situations as well, we need we don't need to, we don't have to fit our eyes in the situation itself, but we need to go back to our father in prayer and ask him, God, what's going on? God, you know, like just be vulnerable with him. Yeah. This with God doesn't make sense, but makes faith. Because yeah. we 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 are people who want we want to find we want to uh we're looking for somebody to trust. We're looking for somebody who can um, provide to everything that we need, and we want the things right away. So it's it's really it's really good that God um, give us the opportunity to experience Him in a way that the only the only um, mm-hmm. the only person that we have is Him, and then when we are fixing our eyes on Him we are also uh, fixing our trust on him. Amen. <laughs> yeah. This is so good. I, I really love this conversation. I'm loving it. <laughs> um, even as, as we speak about it as well, we're also getting encouraged. And yeah, so so what are what would you, what would you say to maybe people out there who are still struggling to be, we're still struggling. They are still people pleasers, or they are still like putting their hope in men or in situations, rather than God. What advice? What words? What last words would you give them? Yeah, I, I, I say that, you know, the the only one who can convince our souls and our lives from, from, you know. Who can who can convince us to to really place our eyes on God? It's it's the Holy Spirit. Like there is a conviction in our souls that we know that we know that we know it is God, the one who is calling us to fix our eyes on Him. So if you're somebody who you feel that you have been fixing your eyes on people, and then maybe you have been experiencing anxiety. And you have been experiencing, and, and you know different things in yourself as a believer. I say like pray to God and ask Him constantly. Ask Him to, um, to help you to fix your eyes on Him. You know, that's a prayer. That's that's a uh, a prayer request right there because every day we are called to fix our eyes on Jesus. So and as every day we are praying to God. Uh, for his will to be done in our lives, that's part of his will for us to fix our eyes on him. So mm-hmm. I say, you know, keep praying, be encouraged that um it doesn't it doesn't matter how 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 long and how many times you have fixed your eyes on people and how long how many times you have trust people and you feel disappointed. Uh the Lord will never disappoint you. The Lord will never uh, forsake you. The Lord will never leave you alone. The Lord will never, um, you know, cause you uh, to to step out 
of things that are part of your destiny and your calling. So I'll say like pray to God and then God himself will, will bring conviction to your spirit. Amen. I love this. I, I would also say the same thing as well. And also like to make sure God is the person, God is the one you have to be closest with. God is your best friend, is your father. The Holy Spirit is your is your confident. Like he, he is the person that you need to trust the most. Like he is the one that you can tell all of your secrets. And he is the one you should look up to. I would say continue to read God's word. The more you read God's word, the more you see um, his characteristics, the, the closest you get to him. I always say to read God's word as if you're reading a letter, as if as if it is a letter that you're, your father wrote to you. God is your father. And reading his word is like you're reading the letters he has for you. So the more you read his word, the more you know him. And the more you you will know to fit your eyes on him. So seek God. Um, dive in. And the, and the Holy Spirit. Dive in. Like dive in, in his presence. Like let him transform your life. Like if you're struggling with this, people being your people pleaser, or looking up to people instead of God, or looking up into situation instead of God, I would say to pray about it as well, because there's nothing that God cannot do. There's nothing that God cannot deliver you from. So if it's something that is a big struggle for you, so go with it in prayer and read scriptures that speak about how God is with you through it all. Or God calls you for, you know, for such a time as this, how he has a purpose for you, how you know, are you so faithful? God is faithful. So look up to that and obviously don't give up. Don't give up in your journey in Christ. And yeah, I hope you guys are. You are too faithful <laughs> to fail me. Oh yeah, I love this song. <laughs> you are too committed to disappoint me. While you start, you're always finished. Yeah. When I come to realize you are too faithful to fail me. Yeah. yeah, I love that. We need to be on scripture. People <laughs> of the word. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you guys for listening to this episode. Make sure to stay updated for um other announcements on our Instagram page and make sure to tune in on another episode. If you have any question as well, please feel free to send it um, to our Instagram DM. We'll answer your questions. Even if it, if it is a question about this episode, if it is a question about scripture or prayer requests, make sure to send it to us to our Instagram. Thank you, guys. See you next time. Thank you.